0: hello am i recording is this on i hope it is um to whoever's listening hello i this is i think my third episode now and i'm taking one of my friend's advice um who also has a podcast shout out to mike brown from the art of letting go you should definitely check that podcast out if you haven't. Um, yeah, it's amazing. It's what it really inspired me to just like go for it. Why not? Um, I need a space to, to kind of just flesh out my, my feelings, my thoughts, um, and also just be more creative. And I think a podcast is really a cool way to do that. And it also feels like a diary and another space for others to maybe listen and not feel alone around certain things that I talk about, uh, certain themes, especially around living on your own, mental health, uh, the space we create, all all of the good things that I am hoping to talk about. And we'll see how it evolves. But the reason I brought my friend Mike up, is because one of the tips he gave me we, we met each other up we met up this week and you know just talking about creativity and just catching up with life but he gave me some really pretty good advice about like starting your podcast and one thing that he mentioned that I just kind of took away from our conversation was you know dedicated day in the week to record a an episode um, and don't sway from that even if you don't want to record it he said just do it anyways and even say it you know say how you're feeling about it say that you know today you're not feeling like recording but you're here and I I appreciated that advice because I've kind of been on the wavelength of if it doesn't feel right I'm not gonna do it and there's so much goodness in that in itself I I definitely don't push myself to do things that absolutely don't feel right and also there's a lot of things that I need to push myself to do knowing that they're good for me and they are aligned with the vision I have for myself and what I want to step into, uh, and this is one of them. One of my my personal visions for myself is how to stay consistent in my in anything creative. Um, I'm a Sag, so I blame this on my Sag self, but I think it's just a very human thing. I'm very impulsive and i i could get into hobbies or creative things or just get excited for things and i could do things like i go gun ho on them but i lose steam pretty quickly or after a while it's just like you know they're not fun anymore and i'm you know i'm trying to level up i'm trying to mature. And for me, that to me, that's a sign of maturity. If I actually do find something that really lights me up and I stick with it, I stick with it for the long run. And honestly, that might be for a lot of things. Not just like my creative side, you know, but this is one thing I do want to see how, where it goes. And I think that's the point is I give myself the space and permission to see where things could really go and how things could really grow um in this episode so all of that to say i i didn't want to record today i realized that i was like "Ah, i feel like i'm pushing myself i but honestly i didn't (laughs) i didn't have any other shit to do today i spent my whole day Rewatching Game of Thrones because I'm a fucking nerd and I love GOT. Um, I love GOT, and I it's such a comfort TV show for me. <laughs> it's the type of you know you got your TV shows where you have it running in the background. GOT is one of them, but because it's so you know there's so many characters and such complex storylines and. I still get sucked into it. And there's still things that I find that are new and or and things that I'm learning that I'm still learning because there's so much detail. And I didn't read the book, so I I only know what, you know, from what they showed on the show. And obviously the show has been changed extremely from the books. And there's a lot of controversy on how the show actually was ran. But point being, that's all I did today was watch Game of Thrones, so I have no excuse to just jump on here, talk to myself, (laughs) talk on my phone, because that's what I'm recording from, and just kind of let my thoughts flow. I think sometimes it's kind of a way to avoid yourself, or maybe that's me. It's like, I know that here, there's no avoiding me. This is really me hearing myself out and kind of airing out my my diary, my mind, Um, but I had had an idea of what I wanted to kind of just talk about in this episode. Um, Still, I think it still kind of ties into all the themes that I talk about in regards to my, you know, Sagrada Casa, which is like, again, for any new person listening or if this is the first episode that you just like fell into listening to, you know, um, Sagrada Casa is like, it's a personal blog, kind of like a diary, but I called it Sagrada Casa because it's around, you know, my passion for home decor, aesthetics, interiors, how creating your space could really bring so much healing, uh, could really... It's such an amazing experience to uh, be creative, create and and really foster your own energy, especially if you live alone, which I do. Um, but one of the things that I wanted to talk about was like some, some of the downsides sometimes, some of the hard things that comes along with living alone. There's a lot of amazing things, beautiful things. Um, I wouldn't change it. First of all, this is not something that I would change. But it doesn't come with ease, and all the time. Um, and one of the things that I realize is like it, it gets lonely. It's, it, it's a lonely experience to live alone. Uh, there's a lot of moments i mean it 's a lot of moments of solitude um and I reframe that right like i I could feel lonely and I could also feel in the goodness of my solitude. I have all those moments, but yeah the you know, but the reality is sometimes it feels lonely um and in that loneliness, you know, if you don't have sometimes the tools to reframe to understand how you how the the solitude, how that space with just yourself, that time with yourself could be could be a good thing, could be a really great thing. We could get in and we could we could also just spiral. Right? If we don't have those tools. Um and i think sometimes most importantly if we spiral or we kind of start it's easy to start isolating yourself it makes it really hard to reach out and i i, I that's me i have a hard time reaching out when and i create my bubble you know when i live alone I, i'm starting to create my bubble I have everything I need. I kind of bunker down in my space. I love my energy so much, but, you know, that's not the point of being a human. We're social beings, and I need people, you know. There's no way I could survive this this thing called life on my own, um, you know. And I think part of that, of course, is, like, finding the right people to reach out to. Um, and that's its own work in itself, and um, I bring this this topic up because actually last weekend oh, exactly last week last saturday i i wasn't feeling good i've been kind of i've been going through a lot of health issues for the last like year and a half. I fractured my spine that gave me a lot of complications and and developed a lot of chronic pain with that um and i also developed some really um i don't know how this exactly came about but it was around the same time as my injury that caused my fracture you know I, i started to have extremely regular periods long periods huge blood clots i could go deep into that um But it's a bloody mess. It's a fucking bloody mess. Um, And not fun. Extremely painful. Um, And this whole year, I've been just trying to deal with what the fuck is happening in my body. Um, So it's been a journey with sitting with myself. Sitting with pain and getting to know myself. And actually getting to know how I need to care for myself. Um, I've been privileged. I've been blessed that I haven't had major medical issues growing up um, until now. So it's been a sh- huge shift on how I look at myself, how I move, how how my energies changed and fluctuated, and how to not be hard on myself, like be even more compassionate than I ever been before um and this last week i started to have really bad cramps and like this really sharp pain in my my abdomen which it just freaked me out because i i honestly have a hard i have a pretty high tolerance pain and i was like i can't just let this one go i've i've done that before the reason I even knew I fractured my spine is because I finally went to the urgent care and got a frac, uh, an x-ray. If not, I would have just pushed through it, but pain should not be ignored, and I decided, I was like, I'm not going to ignore this. It could be something small, but whatever, or let the fucking doctors tell me that shit. Um, so I went to the ER, and I didn't really tell anybody besides my boyfriend, which, you know, at least I did reach out to someone, but, um, it was, it was a hard experience, you know, I didn't have anyone there with me, um, it was at night, I didn't really want to bother anybody and let them know, hey, I'm going to the ER, I don't know what it's, what's happening to me, but just, like, I just didn't have answers, and I didn't want anyone to feel bad without it, without me knowing what it really was, um, so, I realize I just kind of get in my bubble, right? And when something serious, something more serious like like going to the ER, I realize I just didn't want to um alarm anyone. And I think that comes with just the lifestyle I've created for myself here. Like I live alone, I could take care of myself. I'll figure it out on my own. Right, Very self-sufficient, very, like, I got this mentality. And while it's gotten me far in many, many ways, um, it also has created my, I've created my own, my own isolation, right? From feeling, from having people care for me, for having people know what's wrong. And I think that's gone into... My vulnerability, the work I've been doing around my vulnerability and how that's another way to avoid it, right? When I have to tell someone I'm not feeling good, I'm not okay, that's the vulnerability work that I need to do so that people don't assume. And not just because I don't want people to assume, but I think off more often than not, I've always been like the strong friend, the big, strong sister um and daughter and people haven't gotten to know me in my moments of need because I'm always trying to be the strong one and let al- and yet alone another experience where I kind of do that and it's still hard I I called my mom the next day once I got home from the ER and everything was fine I got some answers which was extremely relieving to have um, it's going to be a journey, though, for what I'm going to deal with. But um, I, okay, I think there's a car. Um, I told my mom the next day, and she was like, are you kidding me? Why, you know, this is in Spanish, right? So, you know, she was worried. And she was like, why didn't you call me? And I'm like, it was late. I didn't know what it was. And, you know, giving her all my excuses. And she's like, you need to stop being strong. Like we are here for you. We are a family. You do not have to do these things alone. And you know, I said, okay, you know, I I couldn't argue that. Um, and I realized, like, I think that's that's the hard part about living alone. Um, or at least for me, I don't you know, I don't know for anyone else, but that's been like the tough. I've created a, a world where I don't necessarily need anyone to function, yet I need everybody to function. And, and in those moments of need where I need to be cared for or looked after or worried for, I, 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 I don't, I'm not good at it. I, I fear people caring for me all the time, that I feel like I'm a burden. And that goes into, like, am I feeling worthy of being taken care of? And that's its own fucking thing. And we do. We are very much worthy of being cared for and having moments of fear and worry and uncertainty, Um, especially as older daughters, Latina daughters, who often were, who I know I was, who were often um, parentified, um, and and you know have always been usually the good friend, the helper friend in the in the friend group, who most likely got the good grades, who got all the praise for doing the good, you know, doing good in school or getting all those um, um, kudos at work and all that bullshit. But all of that. So that you could be alone in an ER and not think that you could ask for help? That's 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 not cool. That's not okay. And that's and I think I wanted to say this out loud just because it it's part of the experience of stepping out of the cultural norms and cultural traditions. I've expected of Latinas, I would say. Uh, You know, first of all, living alone, it's outside of the bounds. Maybe it's supported here in in the U.S., right, in the States um, a lot more. But, you know, I'm still part of a culture that's, that's not very common, and it's not always understood. So, you know, how we always navigate to different worlds, we're always trying to figure out where do we fit in. Um, and in that, I feel sometimes we could fall through those cracks. We could easily, like, well, I don't have to tell this to my family. They don't have to know. And this other world that I'm stepping into doesn't have to know about this other side of me, you know. And we could often neglect ourself and our existence. Um, and, and I don't know. Maybe living alone is a way to kind of grapple with with all of that and I think it's a great time to, to be with yourself to, to make sense of all of that um, but also not to isolate yourself um, because that's where our mind could spiral that's where we start feeling disconnected and not connected to, to who we are and we are who we, who we surround ourselves with And this doesn't have to be family, but it could be our chosen family our friends. You know, I've made great friends with my colleagues and, you know, and I I realize like, you know, I do have people who want the best for me and care for me um, and I need to reach out more. You know, I think we do live in a world where reaching out feels like work. You know, it's a lot of boundary work that we're all kind of doing and sometimes we're all just extreme, a little bit overly cautious about someone stepping on our boundaries and us doing the same to others. But hey, there are moments that we do need to kind of reach out and do that, you know, cross those lines um, for the sake of of feeling feeling not alone. And, and this is all me talking to myself. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, I am loved. And I'm worthy of love. And I'm worthy of being understood in the lifestyle, in the life I decide for myself, however way that looks like. And I'm worthy of being loved and cared for and understood for that as well. So... Yeah, a little all over the place, but I just wanted to create space for that, and I did it. I did an episode on the day that I was like, blah about it. So hey, kudos to fucking me right now. But I hope it resonated with someone out there. Um, I'd be curious to see how some some people who live on their own or um, how do you decide to reach out when you're kind of when you're you you need support. You know how how do you navigate that vulnerability, but also knowing that it's okay to reach out for help, and people will respond. You know, um, the right people will. So hope you no one feels alone. That is definitely my desire for everybody, and no one feel alone in this world and know that you are loved and cared for. All right. Well, good night. And thanks for listening. Bye.